0: COVID resurgence. This disease has caused more deaths in children. Plot to kidnap Iran critic. I am a journalist. I am an activist. War president targets U.S. pullout. The consequences are going to be unbelievably bad. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. The pandemic is not over, and evidence of that can be found in recent numbers. The nationwide average of new daily COVID cases doubled in the last three weeks. The South has been hit hard, and health officials say unvaccinated people are at the greatest risk. CBS's Omar Villafranca says that includes children who can't yet get the vaccine. Across the state of Mississippi seven children are now hospitalized with COVID-19. Two are on ventilators. This is a mix of kids with underlying conditions and then some that were previously healthy. Dr. Jennifer and Bryan, chairman the of the board of trustees at Mississippi State, State, Medical State Medical Association, says children are more at risk when vaccination rates are low. There's really two life choices. It's to vaccinate or you're going to get COVID. In Tennessee, the state's top vaccination official, Dr. Michelle Fiscus, yeah, says she was fired this week after suggesting some teenagers could get vaccinated without parental consent. This Delta variant was more infectious and infects children more significantly. Meanwhile, the Tennessean says it obtained emails and an internal report from the state's health department that claim it will stop vaccine outreach to minors for all diseases, not just COVID, amid pressure from Republican lawmakers. Shifting to the West, where nearly a dozen new fires popped up yesterday in several states, CBS's Lilia Luciano has more on one of the worst wildfire seasons in years. More than 14,000 firefighters are battling to contain more than 60 wildfires out west. Oregon's bootleg fire is now the nation's largest, growing to over 200,000 acres and forcing hundreds from their homes. It was hungry. It was mean. It was ugly. Near Yosemite National Park, the river fire continues to spread across two counties during peak tourist season. The only power we have is to go, go, go. Veteran firefighter Zachary Resnick is a squad leader for the Big Bear Hotshots. What concerns you the most about the fires right now? The lack of resources. There's just that many fires. Senate Democrats have announced they've reached a budget agreement that calls for $3.5 trillion in spending over the next decade. New York's Chuck Schumer says it'll pump money into expanded Medicare, family service programs, and will fight climate change. We know we have a long road to go, but we're going to get this done for the sake of making average Americans' lives a whole lot better. He and other Democrats will meet with President Biden on the plan later today. Congress won't take it up until the fall. Well, the Justice Department accuses Iran of directing a plot to try to kidnap an Iranian-American journalist who's been an outspoken advocate for women's rights and a critic of human rights abuses in her native country. Masi Alinazad says the FBI told her the plan was to get her from New York to Venezuela, a country friendly to Tehran, then to Iran. They said, the government in Iran trying to kidnap you. I said, I have been receiving death threats every day. They said, no, this time is different. Officials say Iran tried to get members of her family involved in an earlier effort to get her, but they rebuffed attempts to lure her to a third country. Now to South Africa, where CBS's Deborah Potter reports on some of the worst politically driven violence since the days of apartheid. Fords of looters stormed hundreds of retail stores in South Africa, grabbing anything they could get their hands on. Outnumbered and overwhelmed, police struggled to contain the violence. The violence was triggered by the jailing of former President Jacob Zuma for refusing to appear before a commission investigating corruption during his nine-year tenure. His supporters took to the streets, but it has now boiled over into anarchic rage, fueled by persistent poverty that's been exacerbated by a deadly third wave of the COVID pandemic. Pope Francis left the hospital today in Rome, 10 days after surgery, to remove part of his colon. President Biden calls voting rights a test of our time. In a Philadelphia speech, he branded Republican efforts in several states to limit voting accessibility un-American. They want to be able to tell you your vote doesn't count for any reason they make up. They want the ability to reject the final count and ignore the will of the people. He did not mention the Senate filibuster rule that stands in the way of federal voting legislation. In Texas, Republicans have authorized law enforcement to find and bring back more than 50 Democratic legislators who hightailed it to Washington in a bid to block passage of new ballot restrictions. In an interview with a German broadcaster, former President Bush, the commander-in-chief who sent American forces into Afghanistan, labeled the U.S. and NATO pullout a mistake. He predicts it will lead to a Taliban slaughter. I'm afraid Afghan women and girls are going to suffer unspeakable harm. Is it a mistake, the withdrawal? You know, I think it is, yeah. I think Because I think the consequences are going to be unbelievably bad. We're beginning to learn some of the effect learning in lockdown had on American teenagers. CBS's Vicki Barker. Protected from the virus, deprived of the contacts they need to thrive. New research finds high school students who attended classes remotely during the pandemic suffered socially, emotionally, and academically. The researchers call it the thriving gap. On a 100-point scale, they say in-person students rated one to two points higher than remote students in all categories. Norwegian Cruise Lines is suing Florida to try to end its vaccine passport ban, The suit claims the ban violates federal law and the action is aimed at cruises resuming, quote, safely and soundly. It's still not clear when four miles of beaches in Southern California will be allowed to reopen after 17 million gallons of sewage spilled from a treatment plant that suffered an unspecified mechanical failure. Our poor beaches. I mean, we've never seen the beach this dirty. I'm going to be honest. There's a lot of garbage on the beach and now the sewage. It's kind of sad. The American League won baseball's All-Star Game 5-2 to in Denver. Vlad Guerrero Jr., the MVP. Yeah! Joe Buck on Fox impressed with Guerrero's massive third-inning home run, a 468-footer. At 22, he's the youngest All-Star MVP in history. New uniforms for the game were a swing and a miss, widely panned on social media. Broadway is becoming an easier ticket for some people with disabilities. See on the road to hell, there was a railroad line. When Broadway shows like Town return, there will be more accessible seating for fans in wheelchairs. Barriers to restrooms and concession areas will come down, too. Jujamson has reached an agreement with the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York after a lawsuit alleging its theaters, among them the Walter Kerr, make it difficult for physically challenged fans to attend. The company will pay a $40,000 civil penalty. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The board outside of Burger King in Lincoln, Nebraska read, We all quit. Sorry for the inconvenience. Staffers followed a manager out the door after working with no air conditioning during brutal heat waves. The sign has since come down. That's the World News Roundup for Wednesday. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone.